Hey, hey, welcome to episode 50 something of today I fucked up. I think it's 58 or 59. Uh, I don't know. You you read, you click the button, you know what episode it is. Today's going to be short. I just wanted to do something real quick because I felt like making a quick podcast, a little bonus thing for all the zero listeners out there because I've read the metrics for my one episode and there's uh, no listeners. So anyway, I'm actually about to play a game with Cody in a little bit and Travis. And we're going to talk about some podcast stuff so we'll see what happens but i want to make a quick episode since last time i kind of read through the uh one of the stories we got from a from a former listener uh i thought it'd be kind of cool to go through another one because i've got probably five or six of them queued up here so yeah i don't i haven't read this i don't remember what it is but we're just gonna roll through with it so this person uh what should we name them i don't know Oh, I had such a good joke, too, and I just oh, I killed it. I was going to say this episode's going to be short and sweet, like all my girlfriends have told me I am. So anyway, um, to this person, uh, they say, hey, guys, I found your podcast yesterday, uh, and I'm already up to episode five now. Thank you for that. I wanted to say keep up the good work. You two, Keep up the good work, you two. You got something great going here, and I'd love to see it keep going. I really wish I found it sooner, but it's still a good thing to listen to for me so far. So, yeah, keep it up. We replied kindly. Thanks for listening. Glad you enjoyed. Thanks for kind words. Hit us up if you ever want to talk or whatever, whatever. If you need someone to listen to, to listen to you. Uh, so they go, definitely will. I'm at work right now, but I'll definitely be a bit more responsive in a few hours once I get home. I actually kind of have something I'd like to talk about. You said, awesome. We'll be here. Sounds like a plan. Take your time. Love to hear what you have to say. So, um, so they said, so like what I was wanted to say is a story of how I've air quote recovered from my depression so far, just in case there's any value in it for anyone else out there, if that's all right, who said, hell yeah, absolutely. There's value in, in that. What's what we're about. So they go, all right, bear with me. It's a bit of a longish story. I'll try to keep it shorter than throwing everything out there. And I'm not super great at putting thoughts into actual written words, but I'll do my best here. Well, that's okay. Random person from four years ago, because I'm not the best at putting words out of my mouth. So uh, as you can tell by me reading. I probably will slur a couple words. I have a strange speech pattern. I hate, my, I hate myself. Uh, anyway, so no judgment here. Everyone has their story. Do it your way, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, wall of text time. There you go. So, it comes in two parts. Basically two rounds, more like. The end of sixth grade or beginning of seventh, I really don't remember when it started. But I just started feeling really down and almost angsty and angry, if you will. Well, my friend, it's called puberty. Um... <laughs> And that hasn't ended for me a decade later. Uh, not to downplay you, but yeah, I think we've all been there in that time of our lives. So anyway, didn't know it at the time, but it was definitely my depression showing up for the first time. Anyway, to make that to make that cringy, cringy story short, it ended when I accidentally cut myself and thought to myself, why are you doing this? Accidentally cut myself, huh? Hmm, interesting. So I worked up a bit. So I worked, hang on. And so I worked a bit to stop feeling that way and be someone I'd at least like to be around or tolerate at the very least. So that went mildly well. I at least didn't want to kill myself after that. So definitely improvement. That's better than me. Kidding, kidding. Then high school came and went rather uneventfully. Relatable. Uh, looking back, I definitely let my depression run my life through high school, as we all did. Uh, since all I did was sit in the back and think how much I didn't want to be there, even during classes I liked, along with the fact that I was on the verge of failing every class every semester. Well, you, my friend, are uh, in good company here. I fucking hated school. 
I cannot sit still and learn in a classroom. I have to be hands-on. My day job is in IT. I have no formal training in IT. It's all hands-on, learning, breaking shit, causing problems, and then fixing them. So uh, if you ever read this, I'll say your name because the tag is totally different. Casey with a K, like Cody with a K on our show. Um, I relate. So anyway, I was on the verge of failing every class every semester. Okay, senior year picked back up, especially at the end where I only had a few weeks to make up like three whole credits I had missed so I could graduate. The biggest lesson I learned at this time is that while caffeine felt like it helped me push through everything and make me feel like a normal person, it was about the most destructive thing I was doing at the time. I drank so much that I couldn't sleep at night, and the next day I drank even more. And a tired mind is not one that can deal with the depressive thoughts very well. I just want a quick aside. Isn't it fucking weird that caffeine is the one drug that is like okay and alcohol? I mean, look, I don't care if people drink or smoke pot or whatever. Uh, but like caffeine is like praised. I mean, I drink coffee every morning and it can have very negative impact. Sure, it could have some positive too, but we become addicted to it and reliant on all that stuff. I mean, I'm repeating all the shit you already know and think yourself. But anytime I hear a story like this, I just can't help but think of that. So anyway, I'll continue with the story. Uh, I'm not drinking more tired mind. Okay. So anyway, managed to graduate just barely and everything seemed to be going well. Got myself a job, was signing up for college, actually was already lined up for a promotion at my job within like a month and things seemed all right. However, after I applied to college, I got an email saying that I wasn't accepted. I also got that. <clears throat> so I understand your frustration. It's because I'm a fucking idiot. Uh, I don't think you're an idiot. I just know that I am and that's why I didn't get in. So uh ba, ba, ba. that hurt more than it should have but really the worst part was that they just sent an email not even a proper letter yeah that's pretty shitty it's like it's not me it's you but i'm gonna give you the least amount of effort to tell you that it's like a te- it's like a breakup text instead of a, at least a call some pussy shit anyway <clears throat> not even a proper letter just an automated email oh so that was a little self-esteem i may have so what little self-esteem i may have had kind of went out the window there but then just as I thought it couldn't get much worse, oh no, my grandma went in, my grandpa went into the hospital and never came home. Oh. Piled on top of that, I got demoted from my job shortly after that. Man, and you're in line for a promotion. Then I found out my girlfriend of a year and a half had been cheating on me the whole time, so I broke up with her. September came though, and things leveled out a bit. I was recovering from the loss of my grandpa, and my job wasn't terrible, even after the demotion. But then September eleventh, we get a call that my grandma had unexpectedly passed away as well. Oh. Not even a month after my grandpa. Mm. Quick sidetrack, they basically raised raised me, so losing them might as well have been losing my parents, to me at least. So there for a while, I was not doing well. In fact, I generally say that I wouldn't have made it into 2018 if it hadn't been for my friend texting me one night that I was feeling... that What? I hadn't made it in, I wouldn't have made it into 2018 if it hadn't been for my friend texting me one night that I, one night that I was feeling actually suicidal for the first time in a long time. So just no commas there. That's about the point that I wish I had found your guys' podcast. That would have been super helpful. It's very sweet of you. But instead, I sort of just floated through life from January until August this year, just existing because I promised my friend that I wouldn't kill myself. Well, in August, I just kind of lost it. Well, here we are in August, and my birthday's rolling around, so I relate in some level. Getting old. Uh, but again, I didn't go through with trying to commit suicide. This time it was just because, this time it wasn't because of anyone else. My knife was just too dull. Oh, that's a blessing in disguise. 
But that voice from the, from the time in middle school suddenly came back, except this time it was very angry. That night I went to bed and had a wild dream. I can't remember all of it, but it was life-changing. So since then I've come to the conclusion that my depression isn't me, it's just something I have. Very true. It's actually helped me a lot just being able to recognize the depressive thoughts and dismiss them since they're not my thoughts necessarily. Absolute words of wisdom. I'll touch on some stuff I've learned in therapy over the years after. Um, that was my comment talking about therapy. I also came to the conclusion that the universe will tend to point you in the right direction if you just pay attention for the signs, if that makes any sense. Since in my experience, I get inexplicable texts from friends at very important times. <laughs> Cody just messaged me saying whore. <laughs> anyway, sorry to get distracted. So, uh, point you in the right direction if you just pay attention. Okay. Since in my experience, I get inexplicable texts from friends at every at very important times or things just happen to work out in the end. And I think the most helpful thing for me now is studying Stoicism. Yes. Oh, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. I read, rather listen to, the book The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And it's really opened my eyes. But that's a slightly different topic. So yeah, whatever you can glean from that, feel free. Just thought I would share for whatever snippets of usefulness are in there. Sorry for the mess of a story. I tried to keep it shortish. That was a pretty concise story. So, uh... Cody relates to this. Uh, the nice long message says, thanks for taking the, they, this person says, thanks for taking the time to read all that. It actually means a lot. Someone cared enough to read it. Cody says, I'm just out here doing my best like the rest. I said, aren't we all though? So there were two things I wanted to talk about. Um, this is something that, you know, I've gone to therapy for a year ish and stopped for a little bit. Started going back for about at least a half a year. And then I was in a good spot. So I worked out a lot of those those problems that I had, and now I'm back in therapy to work on some intimacy issues. Um, well, if you've listened to the old podcast, I th I've probably explained the bad relationship I was in that I was just pretending was good. I don't want to get into it right now, but it's created some. It's created fear of intimacy, fear of you know being in a relationship. But I want to be in one, so I'm I'm really trying to hammer that out. Um, you know, I don't want to be lonely. So anyway, um, recognize that depressive thoughts are not my thoughts necessarily. They just came to the conclusion. Yeah. So that's something that's very difficult because when you're in that, that funk, whether it's anxiety, depression, manic state, panic, whatever you are, that's not a kind of neutral state. You think, oh my God, because I'm feeling or thinking these things, they must be true, right? This is just how it is. But it's amazing when you're out of that state, when you realize, oh, no, that's not the case at all. But it's so difficult, if not impossible, in that moment for you when the voices or voices or oh, voices or voice in your head are just going, fuck you, you piece of shit. You fucking suck. Go kill yourself. You're worthless. You're stupid. Why did you say that on that date? Why did you fuck up at work? Why did you fart that way? When they're saying all that, it feels real. And it feels like it matters. It feels like there's weight to it. And it doesn't. It feels like it does. But that's the kind of stuff that nobody else thinks about except for you in that moment because you're vulnerable or whatever smart psychological reasoning for it. I All I have is my experience of relating to it. But when you that feels real and it is real in that moment, but it's not the truth. Think about it in North, like use North Korea as an example. They truly believe that Kim Jong, what's his face, unill needs to be ill so he can undo whatever. Don't kill me, Korea. But 
they truly believe that he is invincible. And so that's all that they've been told. And so they believe that's the truth. They believe he will never die and all this stuff, among many other things. And I could cite a million more examples. But um, when that's what you are repeatedly told, that's what you think. It's like the old adage, like if you, you repeat a lie enough, it becomes the truth. Well, it's not really the truth, but it's what you believe. Or think about anything that goes through the court of public opinion, even if it's fake, even if it's false, um, or just blatantly made up. If enough people see it, it kind of becomes true in the zeitgeist of society. It made me sound really smart there. <laughs> um, I'm not that smart, but it 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 feels true because you're like, well, if everybody thinks this, it must be. And so when you're in an echo chamber in your own head, it seems like it's true. Um, so I I just really wanted to talk about that particular point because that is probably one of, if not the most difficult parts of being depressed being anxious being whatever is that you feel like it's you feel like that is reality when it's not it's just that moment but it's almost impossible to take a step out of that moment and realize what it really is which is just panic or fear or or really just fight or flight or self-defense um so yeah, that's that kind of goes hand in hand with the other point, so I won't harp too much on it. But the stoicism, um, stoicism, I'll get the proper definition of it, definition of it up here. Define stoicism. Stoicism is the endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings and without complaint. An ancient Greek school of philosophy founded at Athens by Zeno of Citium. The school taught that the virtue. That virtue, the highest good, is based on knowledge. The wise live in harmony with the divine reason, also identified with fate and providence that governs nature. So basically, it's taking shit on the chin. I mean, in the in the simplest form. And it's impossible to do perfectly because we're humans and we have emotions and we have thoughts. But in my surface level understanding of it, because I've done a little bit of research into it, um, you you basically just try to live rationally uh, and, and examine instead of overreact and impulse. And if anybody knows more about it, they're going to be like, you're being an idiot. That's not true. That's a very surface level, close enough summation of it. Um, like if you think about if you've ever heard anybody described as very stoic, that's often like thoughtful or serious or not even that's serious per se, but thoughtful or pensive, which kind of means the same thing. Um, so that I think is very helpful because I've read a couple books about it, listen to podcasts, listen to audiobooks, watch videos on YouTube like anybody our age does. I think that's very helpful. And uh, there's some value in it. Um, you know, you can't go through life neutral. And I, I admit that, you know, when I first found stoicism a while back, I tried to use that as a as a coping because I'm like, well, if I just if I'm just neutral, I won't be anxious. But you have emotions that are good. And I don't even want to say bad uh, because I don't think emotions are bad per se. I think they may just, they might just be pleasant or unpleasant. Um, so sometimes I, I am able to actually step back and analyze um, and just be like, do I have a real sound logical reason to feel this way? And it's almost always no. And it's, 
and it almost always never just magically snaps it out of it, but it plants the seed sometimes. Um, and for me, in my experience, I was, I'm, I'm always looking for a fix. And the older I get, the, the more I realize there is no fix for almost everything, especially your brain, because no, anybody who claims to have it is a bullshit artist. You have your brain. No one else will ever know what it feels like to be you, to see out, out of your eyeballs, to experience the life you've experienced, and to think the thoughts you think. And it's scary because on one hand you're alone, but on the other hand, there's so much overlap with everybody else that it's comforting, which I know is like the most vague, corny statement. What was it? Oh, my dog's biting his toy. Um, but we're human, and, and I think that's kind of going to become the tagline of this show. We sort of did it last time. We're only human. Um, and I don't know where this show's going to go, to be honest, because I don't know. But um, we're only human. And at the end of the day, life is fucking scary sometimes. Life is fucking awesome at other times. So let yourself be vulnerable. Let yourself be human. Cody and I have ranted ad nauseum about, you know, experiences being a dude and how you're not, it's not as welcomed to be emotional and expressive. It's certainly getting better. Um, but there's still a certain amount of in of built in machismo where you want to be tough. Um, I don't think that's that, I don't think that's inherently wrong. Um, there's a time and a place, but I think there also needs to be a time and a place for the flip side. So long story short of stoicism, I guess, is uh, there is no point because I'm not a philosopher, but I do think there's some value in it. So that's going to be it for today, I think. Um, I'm going to start structuring these a little better. I just really wanted to get it out there because it's fun and it's kind of an outlet for me and I feel good and warm and fuzzy inside sharing some of these stories. I've got one, two, three, four. Four more. Um, very short. Well, one of them is kind of long. Let's see. Two of them, pretty short. Uh, about three of them. Um, and this one, I don't even understand the uh, context of. But anyway, that's it. Um, I, uh, yeah, you'll listen to me next time I talk into a microphone. Bye.